starters we're not even the backups this is the third stringers podcast where we talk about the hottest sports news of the week i'm your host noah kratz and here with me are my two favorite guys to talk sports with josh and justin and guys we're getting into our nba offseason scenarios again today we're going to talk about the magic magic had a rough season uh they traded away some of their biggest stars in aaron gordon uh they traded away nikola vucevic as well as I forgot. Evan Fournier. There we go. There we go. Evan Fournier to the Celtics. And after that, they just kind of fell off uh, because they knew they weren't going anywhere. They ended up the season 21-51 and 51 in their 72-game span. And, guys, I think this team's got a long way to go before they're going to be playoff contenders again. But let's talk about the NBA offseason scenarios that can make their team better. So, Justin, what do we got as the biggest thing that you think they need to do this offseason? All right. So, I know this isn't the most um, welcoming answer to fans of the Magic, but honestly, you just have to have some patience with this team. Trading away those three guys, like you said, kind of ru- not even just ruined the season for them. It really set them back in the whole in the whole playoff hunt in general. So, reasonably, I would never expect them to make the playoffs even next year, two years, three years. Um, you got to be patient. you got to develop some of the younger players you have and then even create some strong team chemistry be- between some of these potential stars in Jonathan Isaac, uh, Gary Harris, which they acquired from the Nuggets, and Wendell Carter Jr. from the uh, Bulls in the previous season. So I think those three guys could provide a lot of value for this team, and just having them play together and starting this team back up from there, it's you just got to have to wait to see what this team can do. And I think that's really the biggest thing that Magic fans have to have to think about and worry about going into the next couple seasons. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's going to be a whole rebuild process. It's obviously not going to be a next year thing. Um, Josh, what do we got? Uh, first of all, although their team sucks, they do have the greatest <laughs> name in the NBA with Dwayne Bacon. I had to say it, <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, I, I think I think Justin's right. This team is not very good, and even if, like, you know, they, they can improve in the next three off seasons, next three years, and their team is still not, it's not like they're going to be contenders or anything like that. I mean, unless something crazy happens, but it's doubtful. Um, looking at their roster, I mean, I think, I think there, there's some players with promise. Like Cole Anthony, I think, is a promising young player. Um, Otto Porter Jr., I think, I think maybe for, for making almost, you know, 30 millis underperforming. But I, I still say he's promising. I think he has potential. Um, but then you also have some guys on their team that, a lot of guys on their team that just, it's they're not going to take him anywhere. Um, 
and even a guy like Terrence Ross, like I really like Terrence Ross. Um, I liked him back when he was playing for the Raptors and stuff. But he, I mean, he's just not a guy that's gonna take you anywhere, right? They don't have any stars, and especially in today's NBA, you mean you can have a team with with two stars, and that might not even take you past the first round or two of playoffs. Um, so I definitely think that this team needs a lot. Um, and I think it's possible, but it definitely won't be anytime soon. I think it'll take at least three, four years if it even does happen. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm a little more optimistic about their future than you guys are, uh, just because of just a lot of high upside players that they have gotten through these trades. Like RJ Hampton's a great one. Um, he was playing with the Nuggets, uh, came over in that Aaron Gordon trade and he was playing in the Australian league instead of going to college. And I thought he played well there. And that hasn't really transitioned to the NBA yet, but there were signs that it was going to happen. So, and I mean, that's just not the only player either. I mean, Markel Fultz is on the team. He gets injured a lot and he's got a rough looking shot, but he's working on it. Cole Anthony, like you said, great player. Uh, and that's like the energy you need. Cole Anthony's got the swagger, kind of like a Russell Westbrook. That's a similar player. Obviously, he's not going up for rebounds like Westbrook is, but I mean, he's got that swagger and that attitude that you kind of need. Whereas like a team like the Pistons doesn't have that. So I think that'll go a long way in their development. Even defensively, they were middle of the pack. It's just that they don't have a high end scorer. They don't have like a Kevin Durant or a Bradley Beal or someone like that. So they need to find that scorer to help them get over that hump because they were the second worst offense last year. And that's just something that they need to work on in either the draft or working through player development. And speaking of player development, they need to hire a coach that can do that. So someone that develops players like a coach like Eric Spolstra. He's not going to move on from the heat, but you need to get someone like that. My top pick would be Becky Hammond. That would be a wild, a wild thing for the Magic to do to hire the first official NBA coach in history. I know she's coached a little bit when Greg Popovich was out and what a, there's no better person to learn from than Greg Popovich. So I think that would be a great choice for them and it would get people talking about the Magic. I, I do like that. I think, I mean, I think if you're the magic, like, why not, why not do that, you know? Because, I mean. Yeah, try it. Try in, it. In today's world, like, every anything a team does is going to, like, make some people upset and other people will be fine with it and whatnot. But, yeah, I mean, I think hiring her as a coach would be, I, I could, I see that being a good move for them. And like you said, I mean, and, like, in my opinion, anyone who, has, like, learned under Popovich, and also Popovich, like, has always talked super highly of her. To me, like, that's all the recommendations and, like, you know, whatever you want to call it that I would need to have confidence in her for sure. I completely agree with that. And kind of going off of what you guys are saying about, like, why not? Like, this team doesn't, like, no one's expecting them to win a championship next year. Take some risks risk in quotes there because she does seem like she would be a great pick for this organization get her go for some crazy trades go for some cool picks in the draft like they have 
basically free reign to do what they want with this roster and this off season and next coming seasons. Like just have fun with this roster and you can potentially build something that could be great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not like they're a big name organization that's gonna get a bunch of free agents either. So they're gonna have to develop their team, kind of like how the Hawks are doing. And now the Hawks are probably one of the best places to go right now. Just because they have cap space to do it. They've got a nice team around him. Trey Young is a superstar. And now they've made it a destination for people to go. So yeah, that that's my thoughts on it. Um I do think they're a little farther along than some of the teams just because they have a lot of the young players and they have experience. Like Cole Anthony had a good season. I mean, it wasn't great by any means, but it was a good season. Yeah, RJ Hampton. Yeah. RJ Hampton has played in the Australian League, so he has some experience with like postseason and things like that. It's kind of similar to like Doncic playing overseas and him being NBA ready. So I think if they just keep going with it, I think they'll be back quicker than what some of even some of their fans are thinking. Mm-hmm. I mean, another player we haven't really talked about a lot that I kind of mentioned there, Jonathan Isaac. I think True. Well, True. he was injured last season. I think he has a lot of potential to be a very good player. He's improved every year he's played. The injury in the 2019-2020, when they, I think it was when they went to the bubbles when he got injured. Um, I think that really set him back in terms of showing his potential, but I think he is, I mean, he's not as elite as a Kevin Durant, Giannis, but he's that style of a player where he's long, I think he can develop a nice shot, and he won't get destroyed on defense. So I think they can build around him if he stays healthy and they all play well together, including like Gary Harris, uh, Cole Anthony, the guys you were mentioning. Yeah, I think like because I feel like we all we all kind of agreed that like the biggest thing that they're missing is that star scorer, right? Like the the Bradley Beal type player. Mm-hmm. And I I think. In today's NBA, just how how the the relationship between players and and owners and coaches and stuff, and how it, I mean, at least it feels like the star players can kind of decide where they want to go, right? And so I think honestly, if if you're the Magic, the most realistic, hopeful situation I feel like as I'm sitting here thinking about it is all these young players that they have who are you know, can be very good. Um, like, if they can make Jonathan Isaac, Cole Anthony, maybe, like, not, they only have to be stars, but just, like, very good role players. If they can just do that within the next couple of years, so they're just more of, like, a respectable team, you know? They're a team that that's not forgotten about or overlooked completely. Yeah. I think that could open the door for them getting a star. You know what I mean? But, like... There, there's going to be no stars right now that want to go to the Magic. Yeah. Because like right. Kratz was saying, like, they're not a, a historic, like, super famous, you know, Lakers franchise, and they're not very good. But I think if they can just get respectable in the next couple of years and do what they need to do to keep their young players, I think that would put them in the best spot to get a star, and then I could see them being, you know, a great team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for the- sure. The final area I kind of wanted to talk about for them was their three-point shooting. Basically what we're saying, they need a star scorer, but 
They were second worst in the NBA for points per game at 104. And all their players really at this point are slashers, post up, like pick and roll type of guys. So if they can get a nice three point presence in either drafting Jalen Green from the uh, G League or uh, trying to find a free agent like J.J. Redick to get that veteran presence and to get that nice three-point presence on the team. I think both of those players would be a great improvement to the team and help them a lot in the next couple of years. Yeah, yeah, they set themselves up pretty well uh, because they are technically the third-worst team, so they have the same amount of odds to get that first overall pick. And I think it's restricted to the the eighth pick. So they're going to have either one through eight. So they're going to get a good player. Yeah. And at this point, it might just be their mentality to draft whoever's the best available because they they don't have like a set roster yet. Besides maybe, maybe Cole Anthony. I mean, even then, if there's a great point guard out there, I'm, I'm taking him. And you can move Cole Anthony or move him to shooting guard yeah. or just have a kind of a dual point guard, kind of like how McCollum and Damian Lillard act. Um, but yeah, they've set themselves up nice in the NBA draft, uh, getting some picks from like the Nuggets and the Bulls and teams like that, uh, from their trades. And I think they have a bright future. I agree. A couple of years, I think this would be a solid team. And if, especially if they get a star. Somehow, I don't know how they would get a star. You have a good supporting cast for them. Right now, Dwayne Bacon signed to a max contract. That's that's no 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 no. Dwayne Bacon, you got to keep him, keep him at one point six for the salary, and it's a steal. But you just got to develop him, you know. Just just let him average a sneaky fifteen twenty points per game. Steal, steal. <laughs> All right, guys, that's all we got for you today. Uh, Make sure you keep listening to the podcast. Uh, Like, comment, subscribe, and let us know how we do. Thanks, guys. See you next time. Adios. See ya. Peace. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff.